Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. At Miletus, Paul spoke to the presbyters of the church of Ephesus. Keep watch over yourselves and over the whole flock, of which the Holy Spirit has appointed you overseers, in which you tend the church of God that he acquired with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come among you, and they will not spare the flock. And from your own group, men will come forward, perverting the truth to draw the disciples away after them. So be vigilant and remember that for three years, night and day, I unceasingly admonished each of you with tears. And now I commend you to God and to that gracious word of his that can build you up and give you the inheritance among all who are consecrated. I have never wanted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You know well that these very hands have served my needs and my companions. In every way I have shown you that by hard work of that sort we must help the weak. And keep in mind the words of the Lord Jesus, who himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had finished speaking, he knelt down and prayed with them all. They were all weeping loudly as they threw their arms around Paul and kissed him, for they were deeply distressed that he had said they would never see his face again. Then they escorted him to the ship. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, just as we are one. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost, except the son of destruction, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I speak this in the world, so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word, and the world hated them, because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world, and I consecrate myself for them, so that they also may be consecrated in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you know the Pope was arrested? On July 5th, 1808, Pope Pius VII was arrested by Napoleon Bonaparte, who at the time was master of Europe and beyond. The Pope was held captive for five years in Italy and Paris, where he suffered greatly under the French tyrant, Napoleon. About 20 years before the Pope's arrest, the French Revolution erupted in Paris. It was engineered by elite secret societies who wanted to make a a new world without Christ and his church. People were told to worship reason as the culture around them went insane. Pope Pius VII refused to play along with the insanity, and for doing so, he ended up a prisoner. Then Napoleon did a very stupid thing. 
something that might sound familiar to our modern ears. He went to war with Russia. He lost most of his army and pressured by public opinion, he had to set Pope Pius free. On the Pope's journey back to Rome, wherever he stopped, he gave special honor to the Virgin Mary for her help. A scholar wrote, The journey continued amid glorious manifestations of reverence on the part of the populace in all the localities where Pius VII passed. And on May 24th, he made a triumphant entrance in Rome, being received by the population at large. As the carriage that transported the Supreme Pontiff advanced with difficulty amid the crowd along the Flavian Way, a group of faithful, under the tumultuous applause of the people, withdrew the horses and went on to pull the vehicle up to the Vatican Basilica. Pius VII, attributing this great victory of the church over the revolution to the powerful intercession of Mary Most Holy, wanted to show his gratitude by means of establishing a feast day of universal scope dedicated to this beautiful Marian invocation. And so, May 24th became the feast of Our Lady, Help of Christians. One of the most famous 19th century saints, the Italian Don Bosco. Starting in 1860, he began invoking the Virgin under the title Mary Help of Christians, Maria Auxilium Christianorum. In December of 1862, the saint made a resolution to build a church dedicated to that invocation. And he declared on that occasion, to the Virgin Most Holy, whom we desire to honor with the title Help of Christians. The times we are in are so sad that we truly need the Most Holy Virgin to help us in preserving and defending the Christian faith, as in Lepanto, as in Vienna, as in Savona and Rome. And it will be the mother church of our future society and the center from where all our works will radiate in behalf of the youth. You can look up the church. It's in Milan, Our Lady Help of Christians. It's a beautiful church. What sad times we live in right now, a world which worships the science instead of God, and too many churchmen in Rome who pervert the truth, play along with the world's masters as a reasonable, quote-unquote, society without God goes insane. It doesn't appear any chance of anybody in Rome being arrested anytime soon. The Feast of Our Lady Help of Christians was suppressed Amidst liturgical revolution in 1970, the collect, the opening prayer for the feast, goes like this. O almighty and merciful God, who didst wondrously appoint the most blessed virgin, perpetual help for Christians in need of protection, grant in thy mercy that after battling in life under such a protectress, we may be able to conquer our enemy at death.